This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, it's Sparky Fiber, 1250 AM, The Fan, 55 past the hour, time for another Milwaukee sports timeout, brought to you by the Potawatomi Sportsbook, bet on all your favorite sports 24-7, enjoy over 70 self-service kiosks, wall-to-wall TVs, free parking, great food, and a full bar, bet big, bet bold, learn more at PaysBig.com. Joining me now, he is the beat writer for the Milwaukee Bucks for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, follow him on Twitter, he is Jim Ozarski. You can follow him at his name as well. Let's talk about uh, the recent uh, developments with the Bucks, Jim. Uh, your initial thoughts when finding out that Adrian Griffin had been fired by the Milwaukee Bucks. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, the, I guess, surprise at the timing of, of it, you know, at 31 or 30 and 13, coming off a win in Detroit on an off day before you had two games set with Cleveland. Um, they had won, I think, five of six at that point. So that was a, a surprise, but, but Steve, um, you know, you could kind of feel like the the team was was listing. Like even though they were seventeen over five hundred, um, you know, there were going back to the very start of the season. You know, unhappiness with the defense and lack of comfort for some players on offense, and you know, a, a lot of conversations between players and Griffin about what they were doing and while they were winning. Um, it just never felt easy. It, there always was a little bit of, of a discomfort. Um, yeah, I don't want to say bad vibes because that's not, I don't think that's true, but um, definitely, you know, when, especially when John Horst said, you know, yesterday, 
that, hey, they thought they could get better and move to a different level. Like, I, I think we've all seen that through, you know, the first 43 games of, of Adrian Griffin's uh, head coaching career. John Horst likes to talk about, well, you know, there was change, uh, you know, since he took the job and so forth. But realistically, how is this any different if Lillard isn't traded to the Milwaukee Bucks? Does Adrian Griffin still have a job if it's Drew Holiday here? Uh, my my first blush is I say yes, because, look, John Horst frankly said the dynamic and makeup of the team that he was hired to coach in June significantly changed by October 1st. And I think the whether it be strictly defensive, whether it be offensive principles, um, you know, or even just what – the the makeup of the team and the cohesion. I mean, look, Sparky, you know, in the initial press conference, it was, hey, great foundation here, not changing any of that. I'm just sort of rearranging the furniture, if you will. Well, you know, the whole house changed, <laughs> you know, when Damian Lillard was acquired. And so maybe, you know, the, the team and the job and sort of the, the, the weight of this team – um, what definitely changed for Adrian, and, and he just maybe couldn't get his arms around that. And, and the Bucks just decided, look, there's a real chance to win a championship this year, um, but it needs a different voice. I, I still think there were expectations to win or contend for one this summer, uh, Sparky, when when he was hired, and they thought you know the the core four were returning. Um, and maybe they thought Brooke Lopez wasn't coming back. I don't know. Maybe that was part of this too. Um, but yeah, it definitely changed. And I think, you know, if, if if the team that they had on September 26th was here, maybe they're not 30 and 13, Sparky. Because I think Dame has helped them win some of these games. But if they're the three or four seed, I mean, that's something we would have seen. And I don't think anybody would be panicking over that either. Um and maybe the defense is in the top 15 Wait, as what, opposed to the bottom third. I, I'm confused here. With Drew Holiday in that roster, if they don't get Damian Lillard, it's still championship or bust with expectations. Or am, was I way out in left field thinking that the team that Bud had last year that got knocked out of the playoffs, that he got fired over, that came back essentially intact, all of a sudden now it wasn't going to be championship or bust for everybody involved? But now when they got Damian Lillard, now it is championship or bust? Like, I, What am I missing here? It, it was an interesting line John Horse walked in, in sort of saying that, right? Because I do think, look, this was a heavy tax-paying team. Um, they had far more powder, you know, to burn in terms of other acquisitions on September 26th, right? Before you trade your holiday, you had all those first-round picks. You had more financial capabilities to maybe amend the roster at midseason, um, I, I think it was a championship mentality. I don't think, Sparky, if we were sitting here uh, on opening night with the core as the same, of course they would have thought they were going to win a championship. I think what they thought was looking at the bud firing and looking how there were no adjustments made on how to handle Jimmy Butler. There were no adjustments made on how to handle not having Chris healthy against Boston plus the three-point defense. I think that's what we'd be focused on. Like, I, think about it, Sparky. We've seen zone. We've seen one through five switching. We've seen drop mixed with some switching. We've seen a lot of the technical adjustments 
that we didn't see in the previous regime that everyone wanted. Right, Sparky? Now, the effectiveness of those has not been there because the personnel is maybe not the same to lead that. So I think that's also been the issue is Adrian's adjusted, but I don't know if he's necessarily adjusted for the personnel he currently has. So, yeah, I, it's a fine line to walk. It really is when you're 30 and 13 um, and, and they're trying to thread that needle. And it's just, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll have to see how it plays out. I'll tell you what frustrates me, and I went off about this in the Green and Growing podcast, and Nathan Marzian and I do. This whole thing about, well, Giannis is the one that wanted Adrian Griffin. Okay, let's go over this. You tell me where I'm wrong. They, meaning the front office and ownership, interviewed a bunch of dudes after they got rid of Bud. Then they brought their final three or whatever it was to Giannis and said, hey, man, why don't you talk to these guys and see who you like, who you don't like, and then get back to us and we'll go from there. They thought, giving him Nick Nurse, Kenny Atkinson, and Adrian Griffin, former NBA player, he, they thought Nick Nurse won a championship, he'll be the guy he picks, and we go. And then when he didn't like Nick Nurse, according to reports, and decided, yeah, I like Adrian Griffin the best out of these three, they went, oh, crap. And they went, oh, crap, and that's clearly what they said, because then you forced Terry Stotts down his throat. They had no relationship. There was a respect thing there, I think, from the word jump between those two. Then Stotts walks out. Then you get into the season, and according to the report out of the Athletic, all of a sudden, it, it, around the Indiana game in the in-season tournament, now you force Doc Rivers on him to be a unofficial consultant or whatever. That was the day Adrian Griffin got fired. That, that was the day. When they introduced Doc to him, it was over. Because at that point in their brain, they're like, hey, look, we have Doc involved. Let's see what Doc thinks of this whole thing, personnel and everything else, maybe what he would want to do one way or the other. And once they got... The rap from Doc of what he would do. See ya, Adrian Griffin. Hello, Doc Rivers. They never trusted him from the beginning. That's on them for putting Griffin in the final three to talk to Giannis. Giannis just went with what he was given to him. It wasn't like he took a paper to John Horst and said, I'll only play for Adrian Griffin. That didn't happen. There's no chance that happened. Yeah, I, I, look, I, for as powerful as a lot of these players are, I mean, no one, even the, I mean, no one's hiring. A coach, you know that that is ownership and GM. But to your point, yeah, he was more involved in this process. Like I know Giannis kind of joked about, well, no one said I hired Bud. Well, you know the breakfast with Bud was, and it was like a formality. Yeah, like th- this was a much much different scenario as our Lori Nickel pointed out last night. And he was invested. He called this a partnership. And it was clearly someone, and that was Adrian's, look, this, again, this is June uh, or late May. That's, that was Adrian's strong suit, was building relationships, being able to communicate, connect with star players, and, and, and tactically be different in games, malleable and adjust, right? That is different from Mike Budenholzer. We've seen this in coaching changes, tales old as time, Sparky. You, one coach is fired, and what do you do? You kind of lean toward the, the opposite <laughs> the next time around, right? And so in, in terms of, you know, the, the other stuff and, and the veteran assistance, uh, on, look, Terry Stotts made total sense at the time. It was a, a, an arranged marriage, but it was one that both men agreed to. And I'll be honest, again, I think the acquisition of Lillard further strained that. I don't think, I know at the time it was, oh, this will be good because Damien has this relationship 
But if that was already trying to get work through Steve, I don't know if, you know, Damien's tenure head coach is, is a good thing. Right. So, and I think both parties just decided, Hey, this is not working. Let's, let's cut bait. Now, in terms of the, the consulting, I'm curious to hear what, what John Horst and Doc Rivers say about that. If they'll even address it. Um, I, I feel like they'll have to make some sort of comment. Um, but yeah, you're not really doing your, your head coach many favors if that's the case. Um, you know, and it definitely looks a little <laughs> off by all parties that, that if, if Doc is locked up here soon, that, that he's the guy, Sparky. But I, I do. I think it clearly the Lillard acquisition tilted the access of the Bucks, And I, I don't know if it's Adrian's fault per se that it's gone this way. Again, he's 30 and 13. They're a very good team. Um you know, and I don't know if it's the Bucks' fault that they went this way in June. I don't think John Horst knew that this could happen in September. You know what I mean? I, I just, I think things changed so rapidly at that point, Sparky. They screwed this whole thing up. Uh, Sham Sharania reported earlier today, uh, according to his sources, Doc is signing a deal through 2627 worth in the range of $40 million to be the Bucks' head coach. Now, if that's the deal... Do tell me this, when Doc chokes it away in the playoffs this year and chokes it away in the playoffs next year, and now he's still got a couple years left on his deal, are we going to fire him, pay him for two years, then go hire somebody else? Because I feel like we're going to start going down a dangerous, dangerous road here uh, if we're going to start panicking mid-season on different guys. Well, those are those are postseason hypotheticals. Well, I mean, it's likely, and, likelihoods based on Doc's history, let's be honest. And well, I, all I'll say is is clearly Buck's ownership and John Horse are acting um, like a organization that is a big market that has very little tolerance for what they perceive could be uh, a, a weakness in roster or a weakness in, in coaching, whatever, however you want to call it. Um, Jimmy Haslam has no issue paying coaches not to coach and hiring new coaches if he thinks it's not going well. Wes Edens, with his soccer club in Europe, is the same way. Um, they have fired coaches and paid other coaches. I mean, that's, that's an ownership issue, and, and clearly those two gentlemen do not have a problem with, with that. Um, now, in terms of Rivers, look, he'll, he'll, I'm curious what he has to say about the last 10 years um, and, and having – some very good teams having three, one leads, et cetera. Um, but I'm sure the retort Sparky is he's never had Giannis and Dane, you know, um, Joel and James are pretty good, but that's not this group, right? Chris Middleton for as, as much maligned as he is locally. Um, you really, does it, does an opponent want him at 16 feet with no one around him or, or some smaller defender to win a game? Like I don't, that's, I don't, I don't think Doc's had that since his title team, which, again, a long time ago. So I don't know, Sparky. I mean, I, I think on one hand, Wisconsin sports teams don't typically act like this. So this is kind of what the Cubs do, right? Um, this is – David Ross had a job until Craig Council was better. Right. Right? Yeah. And, and then and, – and look. That I, was I snake the in the grass because, stuff there. That's what that was. Well, and that and, and that's on council, out, and that's on council for acting so, that way, knowing damn right well they had a manager under contract. That's on him. And if well, somebody pulled that crap on him, he'd be livid. So that's a bad topic with me. But, 
Well, I, but I, but that's the point, though. This is Yankee style. This is that, this, this New is York big style, time correct. Pro sports, yes, right, Sparky. So it's a little different. And and look, I'll, I'll give John Horse and ownership credit in that way. Now we'll see how it plays out. Maybe this doesn't work. Maybe they they do lose in the second round or the first, whatever it may be. But I, I think they felt at this point this could get them beyond that. Um, and so again, it's it's unique to it's yeah, it's unique. Look how long it took you know the Packers to make some changes. So um, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, time time will only tell in this regard. You can't tell. I'm livid about how this whole thing played out. Like I I, I don't mind the fact that you admit that you made a mistake with Adrian Griffin. Fine. No problem. But when I saw the Doc Rivers whole, oh, here you go, meet him. He's going to be your consultant. I've never heard of that in my life in year one as a head coach. Somebody bringing in, brought in midseason, a guy that's won a title is now going to be your consultant. And then 30 days later, 45 days later, whatever it is, uh, now he's the new head coach. I mean, that, that that's Larry Drew at the Jabari Parker press conference while they're behind his back trying to get a trade done for Jason Kidd. It's that same type of crap. Now, this was more in broad daylight run in front of Adrian Griffin, and if he couldn't figure it out, that's on him. But it's that same type of stuff, and maybe it is New York James Dolan-style business stuff, but I hate it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all, regardless of how this whole thing plays out. It pisses me off. Uh, he is Jim Ozarski, and he's handling this way better than me. Uh, he covers the Milwaukee Bucks for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. You can follow him on Twitter at Jim Ozarski. And uh, I'm assuming we'll see Doc coaching this weekend would be my guess if this deal is done, right? I mean, look, as we record this, it's nothing is official yet. Um, they do have a game Friday, they've got a game Saturday, and then they're off on the road to play the defending champion Denver Nuggets and, and arguably the best player in the world on Monday. And, I mean, look, you made the change to give Doc and whatever assistance some time here. Um, I don't know why they're, as we are speaking, there isn't something scheduled. And they canceled <laughs> practice. Doc. So, I, like I, – who knows? Maybe after we record this bargain, it'll all come out. But I, I would imagine they want to get this done as soon as possible because, again, time is short. Um, and, and you made the move to now for a reason. So I don't know how many games you want Joe Prunty you know, steering the ship here when, when you've got three and four days coming up. Now, him I like. He's a good dude. I like Joe Prunty. Uh, Jim, thanks so much for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. And have fun covering uh, this New York-style way of doing things in Milwaukee. Very much so. Have fun. All right, Sparky, talk to you soon. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.